0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed.
2: From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked, a topic points to back the topic pretty simple concept sometimes a guest sometimes just me and that is the case today just me here in the force center studios had a very fun time though last time out on star wars ranked with geek girl diva we created our crew we're putting together a team that's right we had a fictitious fan fiction like mission we had to build our team to support that mission to make it Successful. I hope you all listened to that episode. If you didn't, go catch it. Star Wars Rank 39. We're going to do that again. We had a lot of fun. I'm going to bring in some other people to do that Star Wars Rank build your own team kind of thing. Different mission every time so that way I can still play along, right? Be fun. Or maybe some other people. <sighs> a lot of com, a lot of lot of guests coming here on Star Wars Rank. Right? Got some lined up, but for today it's just me and oh, I should say, Joseph Grimshaw and I. Uh, he'll be back on the show soon. We have some uh, very cool lists we're working on. Just recording schedules as they are. Sometimes, sometimes it's just me sitting down talking to you. The last time out when it was just me, it was a couple episodes ago. and We did the best Imperial officers, and uh, you know it was a list from my heart. It was a list mostly from the original trilogy. Sometimes I don't say that. Sometimes the list kind of takes on its own kind of power in my mind. And I go to my Star Wars Center, which is the original trilogy. Love the new stuff, love the prequels, love the books, comics, video games, all that stuff. You all know that, but the original trilogy is my Star Wars generation. So when I'm thinking Best Imperial Officers, I usually go to the Jar Gerrards, the piets, the Tags, the Modi's those type. So a lot of you had some good questions. Well, where's Ray Sloan? Grand Admiral Thrawn? Now sometimes things just aren't on my list because maybe I don't love Thrawn as much as you, and actually that's kind of true. I find myself not liking Thrawn as much as I used to, but he's still a great character. Obviously, I love Ray Sloan. Grand Admiral Ray Sloan and Captain Ray Sloan when we first meet her uh, during the original trilogy era, uh, the time between the Clone Wars and the Galactic Civil War. Ray Sloan's one of my favorites. You'll hear about Ray Sloan On a list to come. Um, I just kept that list to kind of the original trilogy, so to speak. Yularen was in there. He's Clone Wars. But he's also Star Wars A New Hope, right? Kind of counts. Snuck it in the back door. Today, in in a similar vein, same vein, we are going with the best Stormtrooper classes. That's right. Stormtroopers. I figured this is a good one for me because you guys know I love my I love my galactic empire and their toys. I know they're the bad guy. I know they're the bad guy. Those stormtroopers. Those officers. Vader, Tarkin, the Emperor. I Boo, hiss. I get it. I get it. But much like G.I. Joe, much like even Megatron and the Decepticons, when you grew up in the 80s you collected these toys, right? Luke was cool, Han was cool, Leia was great, Chewie was awesome. I yeah, bet you had the rebel soldiers. They had, like, cargo uh, pants on and vests, bushy gray eyebrows. Yeah, I had Hoth rebel guys. They're, you know, they had little scarfs, cool, yay. But then there was the stormtroopers, the Emperor's Royal Guard. They just look cool. My favorite G.I. Joe characters in general, not going for specific characters, Crimson Guard similar to the Emperor's Royal Guard, that stark, bright red, that blood-red, menacing masks covering their faces. That's the kind of stuff I just like. So, in that spirit, with just me around, I'm going to indulge myself even a little more. We're going to talk about Stormtrooper classes. Now, I did think, and this is letting you in a little bit into my thinking here, I did think about, I almost inducted just Stormtroopers into the Star Wars-ranked Hall of Fame. We have a couple of those inductions. Tarkin, the Millennium Falcon, things that are just, you know, they're too high up on the list to rank. It's almost not fair to include them. But then I thought about it. I don't want to spoil my own list here, because I do have five style of Stormtroopers to rank. But I got to tell you something. The classics might end up on the list. Don't want to spoil it. I think there's a little bit of disrespect for the classic Stormtroopers. So I didn't want to induct him into the Hall of Fame. I think they belong there, but I think they they deserve to be an active competitor, if you know what I mean. They're not retired. They're not in the Hall of Fame yet. So without further ado, here we go. The best Stormtrooper classes as ranked by me, Stormtrooper aficionado, Katnabsock. I'm not a member of the 501st because, well, I don't have the skills to build my own trooper outfit. Don't have the skills, don't have the resources. If one was built for me and I would, you know, made like an honorary member of the 501st, I love that. It's impressive. And the 501st does good work. and I love their story. I love their story. Fan group builds themselves up, literally, quite literally, builds themselves up and they end up In Star Wars canon. One of my favorite moments in Star Wars. Newly christened Darth Vader. Still with the flowing locks of Anakin Skywalker. Walking into the Jedi Temple with the 501st marching behind him. Ooh yeah. That's some good stuff. Alright. So here we go. The best Stormtrooper classes. Now, I am definitely looking towards the original trilogy era, not just the movies, the era. So that opens up a lot of things, but you're going to see right now, from my list, I don't have a lot of Stormtrooper classes that might have appeared first or been focused on a little more heavily in, say, video games or comics to a lesser degree. All right, You might have that, and it's perfectly acceptable because a lot of those classes of Stormtroopers, including, like, the weird Purge Troopers, stuff like that, the Riot Control Stormtroopers, not the First Order ones, um, are, are canon, considered canon. They're in the canon tab on Wikipedia. That's what we go with. We don't bother Pablo on Twitter or Leland Chee. We go to Wikipedia. I suggest you do the same. Now, I am not including First Order in this list. <gasps> Controversial? Nah, nah. First Order, it's a different era. It would work. They're Stormtroopers. I consider them Stormtroopers. But it's a different organization, right? Technically, it's a different organization, different HR, different payroll system, probably different health care benefits. If you are a Stormtrooper in the First Order, I don't consider you part of the Galactic Empire. Now, if you're like Moden Kennedy, uh, maybe you've been around a bit, and maybe you served under both. Maybe you're like Tarex from the Poe Dameron comic. He was a Stormtrooper. He was on Jakku. And when he ended up getting a job at the First Order, different business card, Right? All right, so we're going with Stormtroopers, Imperial Stormtroopers, the Galactic Empire era. Here we go. Oh, can you feel that anticipation? I know you can. Number five, Range Troopers. That is right. I love the Range Trooper. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of things there. From Solo Star Wars Story assigned to Vandor 1 to protect that 20T rail crawler conveyance transport. Yes, I am reading that one. I don't have that one memorized yet. The range troopers are a very specialized variant of the Galactic Empire stormtroopers. Reading this from Wikipedia, because I want I have it up because I want to look at this picture. They are they're hodgepodge. When I first saw the designs of the range troopers kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, emerge pre the release of Solo, I kinda, I looked at them and I thought, this is great. I love the jacket, the fur. We could tell right away they had some kind of weird boot situation, magnetic boots we ser- uh, soon learn. Their helmets designed similar with what we're now seeing with the combat assault tank pilots, uh, the shore troopers, officially called the coastal defender troopers, beach troopers if you're fancy. And I love that new design. We'll be talking about that probably uh, throughout this episode. But I do love that design. So it's got a hodgepodge. It's got like the front of the, you know, the classic snow troopers. It's got the feel. They're definitely in cold weather. And I love when you talk about the description, you know, this, these troopers were some of the toughest in the Imperial military. Uh, they viewed others as softer amateurs. I like this kind of special forces in a way. I, 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 you know, SWAT team for a lot of police departments, special weapons and tactics, right? You have to work your way up there. You're the best of the best of the best, If, you're, if like if you're a rip-torn and men, men in black. Um, I can see this kind of being the case with the range troopers. I would love to see them branch out and be in other areas. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more. There is a specialized unit in the trooper ranks that I do count as the... Somewhat of the equivalent of uh, special weapons and tactics. But these guys, I, they're, they're kind of these warrior, like true warrior class guys. These aren't rank and file guys. I think if you want to sign up to be a range trooper, you got to go through some special training. You got to be part of uh, other specialized units, get the nod in. I got to imagine in my head, Cannon, if you apply to be a range trooper, you, you have to be kind of included uh, based on recommendations from your peers. Now, I think it's a little bit more in another class of troopers we're going to talk about, but you know, I don't think you just, like, check a box. I'd like to go to Vandor 1. And I always think, every time I watch the train heist in Solo, or read about it, because I'm reading the novel as well right now, I love getting lost in this little weird fan fiction brain of mine, headcanon, as it were, of what are these guys doing? They're in that caboose. They're just hanging out. I got to mention that, you know, the, 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 there's not a war on at this time. The res- resurgence has begun. The rebellion has begun, but it's splintered and it's certainly not organized. Infis Nest and her marauders are doing their own thing. Saw is partisans doing his own thing, doing their own thing. The rebellion is not the rebellion yet at this time of Solo. So when you see the range troopers there, I think they're excited. I think they're like, oh, good, some action. Let's go get them. Now, because they're the bad guys in the story, I think they fall rather quickly. I think Infant's Nest and the Marauders do more damage than the range troopers, and that's unfortunate for a trooper fan like myself, but I get it. You're not going to have a range trooper kill uh, Beckett or kill Val, for even that matter. Uh, I'm glad Val... uh, I don't like that Val died so soon, but I get it. I get it part of the story, and I'm glad at least she did it by her own hand, so to speak. She did it uh, to help the greater good not taken out by a Viper droid or a range trooper. But I love going into that moment. I love, what are the, what is this, these guys' daily routine? Because they're probably a small squad. I'm sure there's a sergeant or a captain or a leader of some kind, a watch commander, if you will, but they're just sitting around playing sabak in this caboose, waiting. I don't know how long, you know, these conveyances definitely go. They have they're like trains, freight trains. They got into their routines. We know that they were watching one the day before. Val uh, looking through with Beckett and everything, and then they go to the campsite and hit the, hit another train the next day. So um, they had a routine. They, they had a purpose, but I bet they didn't see a lot of action. So I would love to see them in action more elsewhere. I love the look. Talk about cool toys. That Black Series figure Range Trooper, which, oddly enough, at this time of recording, I do not own. I've got to get it. You know why? Because they raised. – I'll tell you why. Hasbro raised the price of the Black Series 6-inch line. Just uh, Not out of necessarily my price range, but out of that you swing by the toy aisle and you're like, ooh, $20, uh, that's all right. Now it's like, uh, yeah, $26, $27. Uh, you start to kind of uh, think about budget a little bit more, right? But I will own a Range Trooper one day and I will proudly display it. I really do love the Range Troopers, which means it's time to go to my uh, number four. We mentioned them already. We mentioned a lot already. But number four is shore troopers, beach troopers, coastal defender troopers. All right. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Here is the interesting dilemma, so to speak, of a lot of these new Star Wars movies, particularly the ones set in the original trilogy era. We thought we'd seen them all, right? We've seen uh, what the Empire has, not just in terms of stormtroopers, but in terms of vehicles, cruisers, Death Stars. We grew up with those. So these new movies uh, come out and it's set in that era. Rogue One, you're going to have the classics. You want the classics. But how do you change it up? How do you add? And yes, I don't think it's cynical to ask, all right, how are you going to sell new toys to New collectors, young collectors, young fans, and the old. Well, Rogue One, for me, answered that question pretty fast with the Beach Troopers, which I do believe is what we initially saw them called as when some of the uh, stuff was released for uh, Rogue One. But we now, again, officially call them Coastal Defender Troopers. It sounds much more menacing. "Eh, What job do you have? I'm a Beach Trooper. Were you like a lifeguard? No, no, no! I defend the beach. Oh well, why don't you just call yourself Coastal Defender Trooper? Shore Troopers at least had a nice ring to it. Storm Troopers, Snow Troopers, Shore Troopers—you know, I get, I get that, I get that. But the Coastal Defender Trooper is uh, a good name for a great-looking class of troopers, and we've talked about them here on Databank Brawl, where uh, Storm Trooper, uh, uh, snow, excuse me, uh, Shore Troopers have seen action in Data Bank Brawl, one of the better episodes. Uh, I mean, they're all great, but that's one of the better ones, right? Uh, and I I love the Coastal Defender Stormtroopers. I love the look. It makes sense. And because they're so specialized, that question, and I, and I think it's an absolutely cynical question to go, uh, when you upon seeing some of this new stuff in the newer movies that are set in an older era, well, where were they? Well, where were uh, the U-Wings for the Rebel Alliance? Well, you know, the U-Wing wouldn't do that well against the Death Star. And the U-Wing might serve well on Endor, but we just didn't see them. They're in another part of the battle. Those are okay answers. If you want to get too cynical and say, where were the coastal defender troopers during the events of the original trilogy? All right, ask that question. But there's a lot of planets. The Empire's on a lot of planets doing a lot of bad things. I think we're going to even see more classes of stormtroopers, and that gets me excited. It's something about them, and if you read about the Coastal Defender Troopers, they are a specialized group as well. Don't think of them as soft, beach-going lifeguards, and the lifeguards, we should point out, are pretty damn tough people. But don't think of them as that. They're not guarding the pool where the kids are playing. They are specialized. They have rank. A lot of them are in command. They effectively operated as sergeants, which is something we talked about on that databank brawl episode. I liken them to when you see police officers on bicycles in real life, and this is I did talk about that on the databank episode. So we won't go too much into it, but uh, you know, people laugh at them. Well, look at the police officer on the bicycle. All right, to get onto that unit, you're usually one of the best of the best. That's a specialized police unit, particularly here in Los Angeles. Uh, you you go on, uh, you're on bike for a reason. Same with the shore troopers. You have rank. You're a sergeant. You already get to command. You're more qualified than the other stormtroopers. And that's another thing I loved about them. I love the look. I love the dirty yellow kind of, I don't know if that's, I think the design, the design so well, but I wonder if the color, that's got to be intentional to match sand which gets everywhere, um, but I love that it kind of has this faded, beat-up look, and that's another thing I liked about it, it's not intentional, I don't think it's, again, I think it's supposed, you know, you're, you're on the beach, you should look like the beach, but I, I, just, I just love, uh, they look a little worn down, which is interesting, because on, the ones we see are on Scariff, like, <laughs> you're on the beach all day, you look a little worn down, tough life, tough life. I love the ranks, the captains have the blue on uh, on them and I uh I really do uh, uh fascinated too with the ranking system of stormtroopers and how it looks there. Uh looking at you sandtroopers. So, number 4, short troopers. I think if I had to be even though I'm more of a cold weather person myself if I had to be a trooper, this is probably what I would go with. Number 4, short troopers. Number three, all right, here it is. I'm sliding them in right here. Classic Stormtroopers. That's right. Sometimes vanilla ice cream is the best ice cream. This isn't a sexy pick. We're not going with something like Magma Troopers from the comics or video game series or something cute. I'm going direct here. Classic Stormtroopers. Now, growing up, they did change. You know, if you pay close attention, the stormtroopers in A New Hope and the regular ones in Empire look similar. But by the time Return of the Jedi comes around and you have another class of stormtroopers introduced then, of course, too. But the regular classic stormtroopers in Return of the Jedi had a little bit more black trim on them as well. A little more exposed black trim of the, uh, the uh, Under, uh, under Armour. I wonder if they actually were wearing Under Armour brand Under Armour. I don't know. Um, the little body suits under there, you see a little bit more. They do change, but it doesn't matter. I'm calling classic Stormtroopers. There's something great about them. And, you know, it's also great, including the helmets, including the eyes not entirely lining up to the helmet, if you really kind of do the science of it there. There's a reason that they weren't great shots. And, actually, I love the new canon backdoor explanation of that, that the Empire really, you know, Palpatine was off doing other things, like searching for the world between worlds and stuff in the Unknown Regions and Torture Invader. He let other people run and probably just said, keep the budget down. They skimped on training. They skimped on armor. And again, I'm not a cynical Star Wars fan. You guys know that. I love that. I love when that was kind of introduced. Yes, we know, said the creators of Star Wars, we know Stormtroopers are bad shots, the helmets don't necessarily work, they're clumsy, they hit their head on doors, we get it. Well, here's why. So I think all that kind of mixes up together to make the classic Stormtrooper a little underappreciated, a little maligned, but they are classic for a reason. There's a reason a lot of the figures were included in, 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 in the Kenner action figures early on. They just look cool, they look like spacemen. In the 1970s, you got this space opera, and these guys look like spacemen. Bad villain-like spacemen, and I think there's something for them. They are the worker bees of the Empire, expendable according to their leaders, but they get the job done. Even though the job is one of the oppression of the galaxy, uh, you know we're 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 just having a little fun here, playing around with these Empire toys. Um, so I love the classic stormtroopers. I think they deserve their place on the list. Are they the best? No. There's a reason we as kids reacted to the different classes of Stormtroopers. There's a reason that George Lucas and his design team for the original trilogy had fun. I think they just had fun creating new classes of Stormtroopers, and I don't think it was just for new toys. I think it made sense that the classic Stormtrooper has their place in the saga. I like that the First Order decided, you know, why well, fix something that's broke? We're just going to adapt to things that don't work as well. We've got the first order stormtroopers. And we're going to improve them. I like that. Keep it simple. And nothing is more simple and classic than the good old classic regular stormtrooper. Consider this. You don't have all the other classes if you don't have phase one. If you don't have the first part. This is what inspires all the other classes. So let's pay our respects. It's not an in memoriam, but let's pay our respects to the classic stormtrooper coming in at number three. Number two, well, though, the reason I didn't put the classic stormtroopers higher, and maybe the reason I didn't yet put them into the Hall of Fame, is I do love the variants. And the variants, it's not just a Rogue One solo a Star Wars story thing. The variants were introduced in 1980. That's right. Snowtroopers. Snow troopers. Oh, I still call them snow troopers. I know. If we're going to call the shore troopers and the beach troopers coastal defender troopers, we can call the snow troopers by their birth name cold weather assault troopers. Nah. I mean, that sounds that sounds good. I get it. Cold weather assault. Ooh, yeah, you know. But snow trooper, that's what they are. They were the elite stormtroopers of the Galactic Empire, trained and equipped to operate in frigid environments such as the icy planet of Haas, says Wikipedia. And I love it. If the classic stormtroopers had a little problem uh, shooting, these guys got to have even more. Their helmets, their long masks that cover their face to help um, are, are complete with like even harder to see built-in goggles, right? I don't know. When we see them on Hoth, they are the blizzard force led by General Maximilian Veers. We know that. Uh, See, I didn't see Empire in the theater. I didn't see it in the theater. Saw New Hope, saw Return of the Jedi. But Jedi is, of course, the one I have the first memory of. Uh, Then I think, oddly enough, the way I actually can trace it, I saw Return of the Jedi, then I saw New Hope, then I saw Empire last. Empire was the last of the Star Wars films that I saw. Now again, this is in a span of a few months. Once I, once I saw Return of the Jedi in May of 1983, it was like, Mom, Dad, this is my life. Thank you. Please. What else can I see? Um, and so I, I'm trying to remember myself, my memory of when you first see the Snow Troopers and how it resonated with me. I can only remember later on. It's just something that I consider cool. And Star Wars has a lot of things that are just cool, and we should treat them as that. And the Snow Troopers, well, there's nothing cooler, quite literally, than the Storm Troopers. I love now, when you read a little bit more, things I didn't know then. that uh, the insulated uh, They're well-insulated. It protects against the environment. Uh, they have the heated breather mask, a battery pack. They could survive up to two standard weeks just on that. They have ice boots. Uh, pol- the, those goggles are polarized snow goggles. Looks like something you could buy at uh, REI. I'm going to go hiking in the snow. Could I have what the Snow Troopers wore? They uh, had the uh, classic E-11 blasters, but I love that they manned those E-Web repeating heavy blasters, uh, which is also one of my favorite names in Star Wars, because uh, E-Web. Um, I, I love that. I love, I love though, that the snowtroopers. these are elite guys, right? They're still, they're the best of the best of the best of the best. And it took them a long time to get that E-Web blaster set up to take out that Falcon. Get a little snappier, gents. A little more snappier. There was something just about it early on that that's what makes me, I don't know, accept so easily the other classes of stormtroopers in the other movies and other uh, Star Wars uh, media, even some legend stuff. I, I I'm okay with it. Force a uh, force Star Wars Force Force Unleashed has some weird variants. Those dark troopers are those the ones with the big like classic, almost 60 sci-fi alien-looking dark troopers that are really tall, menacing, and walk about one footstep an hour. Those are my favorite. They're not going to be on this list, even if I was counting legends and video game stuff. But they're kind of of cool. And I think the reason I can look at that and accept that a lot easier is because of the snow troopers. I think you could have Uh, easily just put regular stormtroopers down on the ground. You could have done that in Hoth, in the Hoth battle. I don't think anyone would have thought differently because, well, those are the bad guys' troops, right? We saw that in the last movie. There's Darth Vader. Uh, We heard about some Emperor guy, and then you got the officers and the guys in the all-black with the weird uh, uh, large helmets, Um, and then you got the cool guys, the stormtroopers. If they had been on Hoth, I wouldn't have batted it. I don't think anyone would have. But I love that George expanded, and his design team, of course, deserves probably a lot, if not all, the credit. I love that they expanded the world. That's what Empire needed to do. Empire Strikes Back needed to expand this world, not just continue the story. That's why I think I look at Yoda and the fact that a lot of the story and the success of Empire hinged on a wonderful, talented puppet or puppeteer uh, with his hand up a puppet, and a team just uh, working with him. Think about that. That's still one of the most amazing things. In nineteen, what seventy-eight, seventy-nine, they start shooting here. Uh, and uh, you got Frank Oz, you know, top of his game as a puppeteer at the time, and, and still going strong, obviously. But they're going to make, make a puppet a key part of this story. That's got to work. That's got to expand the story, expand the galaxy, expand the universe. It's got to make sense. Lando Carusian's next for me. He's an old buddy. They've got a history, but he's a new character. Is he a hero? Is he a villain? All that stuff plays out. He's got his wonderful capes. All that's there. Lando is probably just as important in many ways to the success of Empire. You have to get behind this guy as well. And it has to be believable, has to be real. So, high on the list, not saying it's third. The Exogorth is not on this list. Kidding. Um, High on the list, to me, is snowtroopers. That's why why I love them. The Empire is big. It's vast. It's grand. It's in control. You're going to go run away to a snow planet? We've got the cure for that. Don't you worry. We're the Empire. We've got snowtroopers. That is why they are firmly entrenched on my list at number two. Some special mentions before we get to my number one. If you're a longtime listener, you might have already guessed it. Special mentions of my favorite and the best Stormtrooper classes include Sand Troopers. I thought about putting them on this list and maybe even thought about bumping out the classic Trooper. Because I think Sand Troopers, right away, in Star Wars, new hope. I mean, we're giving all the credit to Snow Troopers. Let's not forget Sand Troopers. We had the guys on the Death Star, the guys on the blockade runner and the cruisers. And then we had these guys running around. But they looked the same. They just had, you know, uh, the shoulder pads, as I called them as a kid. What are those? Pauldrons or something? I don't know. I'm alone in the room. Why am I looking around? Um, I love that the sergeants or the leaders had the orange uh, and they looked different. They had different weaponry. They rode the dewbacks. So right away, even Lucas had that in his plan. Different classes for different actions. I get it. So, sand troopers deserve a special place in there. And when they finally released that sand trooper figure in the mid nineties, uh, it was kind of a big deal. I actually still have a copy uh, in 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 package in my collection here at home. All right, I don't know if these guys count as stormtroopers, so I didn't put them on the list. But I think they're cool, and I already had the snowtrooper there. And that is at at drivers AT, at drivers to you and me. I like them. I have a six-inch series blacks, uh, black series figure uh, of uh, of the Adat Driver just because I think they're just great. They're cool. Cool is a word we use a lot in Star Wars. Yep. Make fun of me all you want, but it's cool. They're more of a variant to me on the TIE fighter pilot and the troopers, which is maybe why I didn't put this on this list. But to me, they're troopers. They're on the ground. They're fighting. And I just love that, again, the production team, George, everyone make an empire. Thought, well, all right, we have Tie Fighter pilots, we have different guys, we have Death Star gunners, we have all this. Uh, we've Stormtroopers, troopers, Now we're going to snow troopers. Well, the the Adats should have drivers as well. They should look different. I like the color scheme, the little light gray and the white. Also on the list, special mention to Tank Troopers introduced in Rogue One. I love them. I love those little tanks. I love the design. Not unlike uh, what we would see later in the movie with the shore troopers, the, the kind of fixed helmet. Uh, you got to feel bad for the classic stormtroopers that run around with these uh, tiny eye holes, and then you got the tank troopers sitting there. Uh, but it, it just made sense. It just made sense to me that you have a different class to drive those tanks. If you have the ADAT drivers, you'd have the tank troopers, the tank drivers as well. And the final one, I almost didn't think it was fair to put them on this list, which is why they're honorable mention. But we talked about SWAT teams earlier. I think the Death Troopers are, I think they're really, really uh, uh, just neat. <laughs> neat. Death Troopers, eh, they're neat, says Ken Napsuck of Force Center. I love them. And where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Well, they're They're popping up in other forms of media, love when they show up in Rebels, but they're specialized. They are truly the SWAT team of the Empire. Special weapons and tactics, those are the Death Troopers. And I think I don't know too much about their, uh, you know, uh, true canon and what they are, with their squads, what, uh, you know, if Krennic tro- chose them individually. I don't know. That's something I'll read up on and we'll get that into some other time. But they are truly an elite guard. And I love that Krennic walks around with them. Uh, they do bodyguard stuff and uh, they're part of Imperial intelligence. We know that. But I love they are similar to SWAT teams of real life or commando. Uh, special Forces teams across uh, the globe and around the world, uh, taller, uh, though some units, SEAL teams, will actually like to go a little shorter to fit into tighter spots. We know that. But in this galaxy, the Star Wars galaxy, taller to be more menacing, uh, uh, all kind of l- tall and lanky more than big and bulky. Love their weapons, love their look. Love those updated kind of the new helmet look. Rogue One really brought in a lot of the, the new style of helmets. And in my head, much like a lot of SWAT teams, it's a little different now. But back in the old days when the SWAT team, which uh, their home, the, the SWAT teams there are SWAT teams around the world, but L.A. was the home to the SWAT team. Daryl Gates and the team created them there. And um, I, I used to work for three or four retired LAPD SWAT guys in my old life and uh, some of them were involved in the North Hollywood shootout, the famous shootout in 1996. Crazy stories. But one of the stories I loved is, like, back in the day, if you wanted to get in the SWAT team, you you work, you promote, you go to Metro Division, and then you uh, you, time for your selection phase to begin, they would simply take a picture of you and maybe your name, and they'd put it on the wall in the locker room. And for a certain amount of time, the SWAT team, the other members of the SWAT team would come in and out, train, go to the locker room, whatever, and they'd see, hey, this guy uh, is up for nomination. He's being nominated. Do we want him on our team? And all you had to do was write like a red X on the picture. 12 guys come through, no X, looking good. 13th guy comes through, X, not on the team. Reason given, we don't know. They don't ask. No need to tell. That was how it worked. I'm sure it's changed a little bit by then. HR and whatnot, unions and everything. But uh, that is how it was there. And so in my head, that's what I believe the death trooper selection process is. I think you work your way up. You go from a classic Stormtrooper. Maybe you go become uh, a, a, a coastal defender trooper. Uh, see some action on a snow planet. And then finally, you work your way, you become a range trooper. The best of the best of the best of the best, but you want to be the best of the best of the best of the best of the best, the Death Troopers. You got the height, you got the look, you got the feel, you got the skills. I want in. I just think they put your picture and name on the wall, and the other Death Troopers decide, Red X or not. I do like the Death Troopers. But. Though a Battlefront, too, I'm not that good on the Death Troopers. My number one, oh, you've heard me talk about them before. If you're in the Force Center studios right now, you would see a lot of these around my place. It is, well, we call them now Scout Troopers, but they will always be to me the Biker Scouts. That's right. I love the Biker Scouts. Endor's Finest. Over the years, they've had to kind of adapt video games. Battlefront, the first version, kind of... It's the first time I really saw them viewed as snipers. It would make sense. They're scouts. The emphasis is now on scouts. But I like biker scouts. Snowtroopers were radically different. Sand troopers, slightly different. Snowtroopers, very much different. But then the biker scouts came along, and it was something else. Oh, I love that speeder bike sequence. I love the whole Endor sequence. And as a kid, I was mesmerized. I don't know what it was. I still can't really put my finger on it, but I love those biker scouts. I even like it when Ezra shows up in Rebels disguised as one. It's kind of weird that one of the bigger moments in Rebels, the first kind of go-around in the world between worlds, right? he's in a biker scout of it. That's awesome to me. They deserve that kind of focus. I love that the visors come up. I love the little uh, pistols. I love that now they're snipers. I love all of it. I love that they are out there, softer uniform, lighter uniform, similar to the patrol troopers. Uh, I love those in Solo, Star Wars Story 2. Uh, now, a little minor honorable mention for the patrol troopers, but uh, biker scouts are uh, the granddaddy to me, the granddaddy of stormtrooper variants. I think you'll find, like me, a lot of people gravitate towards the biker scouts, and there's this cult of biker that has emerged. Cult of Biker Scout that has emerged uh, that uh, didn't so much for the snowtroopers. Snowtroopers are just kind of this thing, you know, and they got these cool masks and they fight on Hoth and Hoth's awesome. A lot of people like me love Hoth. But I think the Biker Scouts kind of become their own thing, their own brand. And that's why I love them. Uh, would I be... Ah, uh, There's the question. The final question to end the show. What would I be? What would I become? Would I... Should I be... A beach trooper or a scout trooper. I think my skill set, my skills as an athlete, probably place me on a beach staring at it. I don't think I drive slowly. I don't think I could do a biker, uh, a speeder bike. I don't think I could. Sniping, maybe. Scouting, sure. I'll walk around and go. Yep, looks good to me. As much as I love the biker scouts, I think I, I think I still have to become a beach trooper. But if I was to have my own outfit, if I was to have those skills to make my own outfit, I would make myself a biker scout. That is my list. There's a lot of different variants out there. If you have some or you have a different order of this list, you want want more from... The game Battlefront 2, like for instance, you know what I don't like? I didn't I don't often talk about what I don't like on these Star Wars ranks. I don't like jump troopers. Not a fan of the rocket packs. In the video game on Star Wars Rebels, not my favorite thing. I hope they never really show up in a live-action movie. I can imagine maybe in a TV show, Favreau series or something, that we might see some jump troopers. I get the concept. I like Iron Man. I'm good with it. You can fly around in a suit. I just doesn't work for me as stormtroopers. But it might work for you, and I want to know. Let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at Ken Nabsack, or follow us at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked and let me know. And if you're listening and you're a member of the 501st, I would love to have you tweet yourself out uh, with your picture to Force Center so we can retweet it or we can interact. I love what you guys do as an organization. And or if you're not a part of any Star Wars fan organization, just have yourself a cool costume that's a Stormtrooper outfit. And you go ahead and let us know that, too. You can uh, follow us on Instagram, also on YouTube. Don't forget, we are on YouTube. We put Databank Brawls up there. We have our commentaries up there and our in-memoriams. We pull those out from the Spotlight Star Wars. Our good friend Kevin Smets, uh, uh, he edits those and puts those together with uh, my vocals. Uh, um, It's like a song. I lay down the vocals and he does the rest. And uh, those are up there, too. I hope you guys check those out. Spread the word there. We are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Center. We got some goals there, including new music and unlocking commentaries for all the Star Wars movies if you want to consider supporting check that out but what's what's the best way to support simple spread the word and thanks for listening we'll see you guys next time Star Wars has been ranked